Shekalim Perek Zayin Mishnah Aleph. Having been through and describing the 13 chests in the previous Perek, the Mishnah now discusses the status of the coins that are found on the floor between two chests. So let's say you had coins that were found between the Shekalim chest and the chest for Nedava. So this is between chests 1 and 3, because the chests stood in a circle, so that the first chest, that of Shekalim, stood next to that of the 13th, which was of voluntary offerings. So, and it's not clear which one from which one of these two chests the coins fell. If it was closer to the Shekalim chest, they assume to have fallen from there and they should be therefore placed in the Shekalim chest. Now the Torah gives a certain number of rules for dealing with uncertainties. One of them is that we assume that something is from unknown origin comes from the place closest to where it's found, which is Karov. Since we do not know which chest they fell from, we assume they fell from the closest one. So if it's closest to the Shekalim before it goes to the Shekalim chest, Landava, Yiplu, Landava. If they're closest to the voluntary offering chest, they should be placed in the voluntary offering chest. Mechsa, Lemechsa, Yiplu, Landava. If they're found halfway between the two chests, they should be placed in the Landava chest. We must place the coins in the chest that is used for the more sacred purpose. That way, we can be sure that the money will not be used for a less sacred purpose than the one for which it was originally designated. The coins in the in, in the Nedavat fund are used only for Allah offerings, which are burnt entirely on the altar, whereas those in the Shekalim fund are also used for communal offerings that are partially eaten by Karanim. Therefore, we place the coins in the voluntary offering chest. So now we have other scenarios. Ben Etzim Levona. If they're found between the wood chest and the nearby Levona frankincense chest, if it's closer to the wood, it goes to the wood, if it's closer to the frankincense, one should go to the frankincense chest. If they're halfway between the two chests, they should be placed in the frankincense chest because frankincense has more sanctity than wood. Purchased for the fires of the altar because frankincense is used as an offering, whilst the wood is only used as a fuel to burn other offerings. If they're found between the bird pairs chest, whose funds are used to purchase pairs of, pairs of birds, consisting of Ola and Khatat offerings, and the young Ola bird's chest, which is chest three and four, Karov Lakinyan, Lakinin, Yiplu Lakinin, closer to the bird pest chest, they should go in the bird, bird pest chest, Logosle Ola, Yiplu Logosle Ola, if they're closer to the young Ola bird's chest, they should be placed in that chest, Merksa Lemerksa, Yiplu Logosle Ola, if they're found halfway between the two chests, they should be placed in the young Ola bird's chest, since this is used only for Allah offerings, it's more Kedusha than the bird pest fund, which also goes towards Khatat offerings. Similar offer. Now we're going to see about a similar situation that could arise outside the Besamikdash. Ben Cholin Lemaseh Sheni. So let's say you had coins found between a chest that contained ordinary coins and a chest containing Maaseh Sheni coins. Karov Lecholin Yiplu Lecholin. Close to the Cholin, she goes to the Cholin. Lemaseh Sheni Yiplu Lemaseh Sheni. Close to the Maaseh Sheni, she goes to Maaseh Sheni. Mechsa Lemechsa Yiplu Lemaseh Sheni. If they found halfway between the two, between the ordinary coins and the Maaseh Sheni coins. They should go with the Master Shinio coins because they are holier than ordinary coins. Zehaklal, this is the general rule. We should follow the closest possible source, even if we're going to be Mekal. Okay, so even if it's going to end up in a less holy space, we should go with the closest. Because we assume that the coins fell from the closest source. But if they go, if they're found halfway between the two, we follow the strictest possibility since. The coins for a less sacred purpose than that for which they were originally intended is biblically forbidden, since using coins for a less sacred purpose than that what they than which they were originally intended for is biblically forbidden. We follow the general principle of being strict in matters of doubts involving biblical prohibitions. We now continue Mishnah Bet. 
with other examples, of course, that found in situations where they may be holy. So Mishnah bets. So let's say coins found in front of the premises of dealers selling animals in Yerushalayim. There always seems to be Ma'aseh Sheni money because in Bet Hamikdash times, most of the animals purchased in Yerushalayim throughout the year are bought with Ma'aseh Sheni funds because Ma'aseh Sheni money must be used to purchase foods in Yerushalayim to be eaten there. People didn't necessarily make a special trip to Yerushalayim to spend their Ma'aseh Sheni money. Rather, they brought it with them when they came to Yerushalayim for the Shalosh Regalim. Since they were usually able to, unable to spend all the Ma'aseh Sheni they had during the brief periods of time they spent in Yerushalayim, they would leave their remaining Ma'aseh Sheni funds with friends and relatives to spend the money throughout the rest of the year. So it could always be spent and, and done in Yerushalayim. So now although Master Sheni money can be used to purchase almost anything edible, it was most often used by animals that were consecrated as Shalamim. These animals were offered in the Bet Dash, and the meat was eaten by the people bringing them. Due to the large amount of Master Sheni money circulating around Yerushalayim, and the fact that most of it was used to purchase animals, we must assume that most animals purchased throughout the year were bought with Master Sheni money. Therefore, if any coins found around the premises of livestock dealers are assumed to be Master Sheni money that had fallen from would-be buyers. Harabayat, however, on if you have found coins on Harabayat, Khulin, there seems to be Khulin, ordinary money, non consecrated, because most of the money carried around Yushalayim is not Ma'asashini money, even if the money was found during the Shalosh Regalim. When most of the money in Yushalayim is Ma'asashini, we may assume that the Ma'asa had fallen, that the money had fallen before the Shalosh Regalim, when most of the money is not Ma'asashini. But if money is found anywhere else in Yushalayim, so outside of Harabayat and not in front of livestock dealers, then the law is Bishat Haregel Maaseh. If it's found during the Shalash Regalim, it's Maaseh Sheni money. Because Yushalayim is flooded with people who have come for the Shalash Regalim and brought their Maaseh Sheni money with them. We cannot assume the money fell before the Regal because the streets of Yushalayim were carefully swept each day. And had the money fallen before the Regal, it would have been found and removed. However, only at the time of the year, not Shalash Regalim, Cholin, we assume it to be ordinary money since throughout the year, there's more ordinary money than Maaseh Sheni money. Have a great day.